So just as we share here in the physical, as a class, a gathering like this, or like the retreats, or workshops, you could call this an outer mystery school. It's often been referred to that. A mystery school is simply a place of gathering by which those souls that are learning about this action of return come together to learn the way, this way of loving. And then they get to go and put the way into practice and have their experience. These mystery schools exist. Just like here in the physical, they exist on the other realms. The astral realm, the causal realm, the mental realm, the etheric realm, the soul realm. The schools of learning, of spiritual learning, just as we have in this world, a spiritual teacher sharing, it is the same on the other levels. There's gathering places or schools where the teachers do the same thing, where we participate, not on our physical body, but in the soul body through the astral body, the causal body, the mental body, the etheric body. It is a soul simply experiencing on those realms just like it does here, just a little different frequency, vibrationally wise. But it'll often even look and sound the same as we do here in the physical. A lot of the words you hear shared physically are a lot of the same words you'll hear shared on the other levels. If you ever find yourself consciously experiencing, whether in the meditation state, the spiritual eye opens, you experience being there, you leave the body, you find yourself there, or in the dream state, you find yourself in a classroom type of situation or setting. It's the same thing. It's all part of the soul's learning and growing. But just as we do in this life physically, so we do in those other levels. Because only sometimes you may find yourself having inner experience at one of these mystery schools or classrooms of learning on another realm. But then just as we do here, after we're done with the class, what do we do? We go out and live our lives. We have experience. Because it's through that experience we learn about this action of creation, about action and reaction. And so it's the same on these other realms. Once we have the teaching there, our soul goes out and experiences, even on these other realms, to have the learning on those levels of existence. So, as I started off saying, we're going to talk about the esoteric and the practical together here. So I'm talking about the esoteric, but at the same time, I'm making it pretty practical. Because that's really how it is. We just don't realize that because it seems beyond comprehension, like our wildest dreams or imagination. But once we really experience it, we'll begin to see the practicality of it, just as we can see the practicality here physically. Because spirit really is practical on every single realm. It just works according to the principles in actions of whatever realm of creation that it is on. So take the word even mystical away and call it practical. This is a path of practicality, not mysticality. Mysticality is a mystery. 
It is a mystery when we don't know it. So let's take the mystery out of it so we see it directly for what it is. So it now becomes practical the way it really is rather than the fantasy or illusion or imagination of what we would want it to be or think it maybe is or don't want it to be. We do that all the time. We want things to be a certain way and we don't want things to be a certain way. So we create this polarity, this dichotomy inside of us, and we create a split. Always trying to live our fantasy of what we want and always trying to get rid of that which we don't want. So we're always back and forth. We're creating now the struggle, the polarity inside of ourselves. That's why you often hear me say, let it all go. Give it all to God. Give it all up to God, the good and the bad, the positive and the negative, the right and the wrong. The ego wants to be right, so it'll make other things wrong. The ego doesn't want to be wrong, so that it can be right. And as long as we keep doing that, we're stuck. We're caught up. Even if we think we're right, even if we know we are right, we've still got to let go. Say, yeah, okay, I'm right. And I let go of my attachment to being right. But also there's a lot of us who are attached to being wrong. So we've got to let go of the attachment to that as well. So it's our attachment that matters, not the right or wrong. So let go of being right and let go of being wrong so that you can really now begin to wake up to the direct truth that is in all things. A true soul that is free accepts and loves all things, right or wrong. So it is living in that place that is beyond duality, a greater oneness of loving. But these are the processes we go through to get there. And so we talk about those in here so that as they unfold in each of our lives, we begin to recognize that. And then we also begin to see how we can apply the tools of meditation and loving acceptance and forgiveness so that we can see how to apply the tools to set ourselves free. And as we set ourselves free, from all of our creations, guess what? Now God can begin to bring us home and lift us because God is ever loving and supporting us to learn and to grow by fulfilling our creations through loving. And so as we fulfill that which we've created, now also God can be fulfilled as we are returned home to God. Just as we have to bring all of our creation to ourselves, God does the same with us. God brings that which it has created back home to itself, called the soul. So there are these two parts. That's why Jim and I are always talking about initiation, the names of God, for the soul's return home to God, and LAF, for our soul taking responsibility for all of our creations to return them back to their creator. 
That's why there's these two things we're always talking about. There's the tool of that inner pathway, the vertical path, and the tool of LAF to handle the horizontal path. So the two work together. We have to work both of them if we are going to be liberated. Because we can do just the vertical pathway and even wake up to the soul realm and the realms of spirit. But if we do not fulfill the horizontal pathway of LAF, of bringing home all of our creations, those things will still hold us and bring us back into these realms of reflection to be completed. Now the nice thing is, when you wake up to the soul, there is a greater loving now that can come into your creations. That you have that greater power of loving to now work with through LAF to now bring home your creations. It's a lot easier doing it that way than trying to do LAF in the world and then go home. It doesn't really work that way. This is why the meditation on the names of God is first and foremost in the priority and second to that is LAF. Because the power of loving for LAF comes through our awakening on the vertical pathway of initiation. That which is above, below. So as the loving from above comes into these worlds, it frees, collects, fulfills, completes, and then it can now return. So from below to above. The loving from above creates the freedom, and then the freedom from here now returns back to above. Down and out, in and up. So I hope I'm also making this simple, even though there's all these words and all these descriptions and all these different things, to realize the simplicity at the same time so that we also keep it practical. And this is the same on every level. Just like we do here physically, just as saying there's other classrooms on the other realms and teachers teaching, just like we do here, it's the same action on those other realms. You, the soul, that is having experience in these other realms, is also now going to go into those realms, just like we do physically, to have your experience in learning and growing, and now also to bring the loving into all those, and those other realms, so those can be completed and fulfilled as well. The same action, just slightly different experience, but the same action. That's why there's no mystery. The higher learning is the same through all the levels. Because the highest learning is just loving it all. We don't have to try to learn how to become a better creator. More than likely, you'll create more karma doing that. Learn how to become a better lover. As Rumi stated, with God, the beloved, not another person in the world. That'll happen automatically as you become a better lover with the beloved, your true soulmate, your own soul. The more you are truly one in loving, 
with that beloved, then that can now begin to express in and through your life on every level. So even your relationships in the world are going to be much more loving and free because of where you are living within yourself and not looking for it in the world. Because that's what we do. Is we try to find the love in the world through another. So we glom onto and attach to other people trying to get that love. We're never going to be fulfilled that way. Ever, ever, ever. To get fulfilled, we've got to let go of that outer attachment of having somebody else love us and now begin to love ourselves, the God self, the beloved. And then in that, there's the fulfillment. And then the loving, it'll just unfold in the world. You don't have to make it happen. So there's no need to become a better creator. It happens automatically as we really learn to now just create the loving or create the space to allow the loving to really unfold in its fullness, inwards and upwards, and then it'll unfold down and out. But for all this to truly fulfill itself, the easiest way, the simplest way, is to always come back to center, to that point of loving, the light and the sound, the Holy Spirit, God first, God only, as we keep coming back to that, this is all fulfilled. It's all fulfilled. Because then when we leave the gathering, the loving, the mystery school, the practical school, that loving goes with us to fulfill all of our experience. Rather than going out and bringing it back, the loving just goes with us. So it's all cleared as we go along. And then we come back to the gathering place, the school of learning once again. But this time we come back at a higher vibrational level, a higher mystery school, because we have now applied that which we learned from before and fulfilled the learning experience, the karma. And as it's fulfilled and completed, we now just naturally gravitate upwards to the next level. In other words, we lighten up. We get a little lighter. You know, hot air rises. It's lighter. So we're all a bunch of hot air just rising up as we let go by learning the lessons, by allowing the loving to live in us and through us. So we find ourselves gradually moving higher and higher. And then the teachings are one, the same, but then they also begin to look or sound differently because of the principles and laws of the different realms. So yeah, our learning continues. Some people call it higher learning, more advanced learning. Other times you can just call it more subtle, more awake, more aware. Because that's really the greater truth, is that we're just awakening more. We're becoming more aware of the truth of who we are that of the direct light and recognizing that reflective light and the shadows that it casts. But it is also important to keep coming center back to the soul of who we are because there is where the soul is one with the life and that which is 
the living word. It is, exists in every realm of creation is where we connect so the radiant form can now lift us, assist us, guide us in that unfolding journey of awakening. I know many of you in here have been initiated. And if you go back and read that initiates handbook that we sent you when you first sent in your intention letter, you may remember, or even in the brochure, the initiates brochure, I believe, that in there we describe that at the time of initiation, the radiant form places itself at your spiritual eye center and is always with you. That's what that is. That radiant form that is placed right with your soul at your spiritual eye at the time of initiation is this living pathway of loving, the way of loving, the inner master. Again, there's been a lot of terms for it. But that's what's really placed with you and is always there, working with you, guiding you. But it's up to you to do your part, to reach out, to accept, to receive, to learn, to grow, to love, to accept, to forgive, to meditate on the names of God. And then that radiant form can truly work with you in the greatest ways possible as you allow it, as you create the space, as you ask for it, as you invite it in, as you take the responsibility for that action of God's grace and loving to work with you. So do your part, but also know when to let go and allow the radiant form to do its part so that you don't get in the way by trying to control it. No, God, it's supposed to be done this way. I want it this way. You've got to give up your position. You've got to give up being right. You've got to give up being wrong. You've got to give up your fantasies, your romanticies, what you want. And say, God, it's what you want because I want you. You and only you. And in that, God, I give you full authority and I invite you in to live in me and through me, assisting me in fulfilling and realizing and experiencing all that I've come into experience. Because in myself, the ego self, I truly do not know the true destination of my soul, but God, you do. And Lord, even though I'm saying this, I don't know if it's true, I don't know if I believe it's true, but I want it to be true, so I'm going to have trust and faith in you. But I'm not going to be stupid either. I'm not going to do this blindly. I am going to pay attention and follow the loving to the best of my understanding and knowing as it unfolds inside of me. So I walk this pathway with my eyes open, my ears open, so that I may learn and grow and truly be fulfilled. This is not a pathway of ignorance, of stupidity, other than acting stupid because it may be fun. The spiritual fool, but the true spiritual fool is the one who has fun and joy because they are living and watching and always pursuing spirit. But let go of the positioning. Let go and let God. It has to be done. I wish there was a compromise. There's not. 
Oh, we can have our way if we want it. You can have your way. Go ahead. It's just not necessarily going to be God's way. Which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. This goes back to what I said earlier about judging ourselves or beating ourselves up because I'm doing it right or wrong and it's not God's way. Well, the only way to find out if it's God's way is to keep giving it all up to God and doing your best to pay attention and learn and grow through it all until you really wake up and realize what God's way is. And really, God's way is loving. Not the details. It doesn't matter what the details look like. Because loving who you are exists in all the details. So it's not about the details. It's about the loving. That's God's will. Lord, thy will be done. What is it? I'm looking. Give me a sign. You feel all this love pour in, the purple lights there, all this gratitude, but no information, no direction. And we sit there complaining, God, just tell me. Show me the way. More love pours in. Gratitude, you open up and expand. And then you complain again. God, show me the way. How come you're not showing me the way? How am I going to know to do thy will? But every time you open up and all that love pours in, guess what? You're doing God's will. You're just too stupid to realize it. Until the day you get smart and say, Oh, I'm laughing at myself because it took me years to finally get it. After all the years of all these things opening up and yet still thinking it's not happening right, I finally realized, wait a minute. This keeps opening and unfolding and everything, but yet I keep putting my own junk on it, thinking something's wrong and I'm not opening up to it, but I've still been practicing the meditation and the LAF all along until that day I finally realized, oh my God, it's been happening all along. That awareness will come. It does, sooner or later. I don't know how long. It took me years. Even with a lot of conscious inner experience, it took me years. So in other words, there's nothing wrong with being stupid either. I take great joy in it now. It's the way I act. In other words, it's not about stupid or smart. There's no wrong there's no right. It's just unfolding experience, and we learn through experience. All of it, right and wrong, stupid and smart. We learn through all of it. So stop looking at things as right and wrong, stupid and dumb and smart and wise or whatever. It's nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with just the loving as the experience unfolds, and that's God's will. So God's will is being done. All we're doing is waking up and realizing what it is. Not the details. Let go of the details. Go for the essence. Go for the loving. And that's actually beyond experience. That is beyond experience. I remember the day that I woke up and experienced being in the beingness of God. 
There was no experience. I can't even call it experience because the true beingness of God is not experience. There is no experience in God. It is only in God's creation there's experience. But the actual essence and beingness of God itself, there is no experience. It is truly just beingness of loving Light and sound and loving. It's just the beingness. There is no creation. So there's nothing to experience. It is out of that beingness that God created the expression. That's where we experience. So we keep following the experience of loving until... That loving brings us into God itself that is beyond the creation, beyond the experience, into just now the true beingness. So to get there, we've got to allow ourselves to go beyond experience and go for the beingness that is just loving. That's the only way to truly fully awake to that beingness that is God, that which is God being, loving, life itself. Not the experience, not the phenomena, not the creation, not the expression, not the doing, but just the beingness. Because the beingness has none of that in it. That's the full return. And that's the journey that we're doing on this pathway. Not just to get home to the soul realm. That's the first part of the journey. That's the first part of getting out of this world so we don't have to come back. But even while we are in this world and we do make it to the soul realm, we can keep on going. As long as you have a physical body, you can keep on doing this. When you don't have a physical body, you can keep on doing this. But it's a whole lot nicer to wake up to those higher realms before you let go of the body. So that pure beingness that is life itself, that is beyond creation and expression, is the true radiant form, is the true living word that lives in and through all levels of creation because that's where life itself comes from and that's where life itself returns. And so even into this physical world through the spiritual teacher, that living word made flesh is simply that access point where we can begin to tap into that and discover that and wake up to it for each of us, for ourselves. So this pathway of initiation, you get five names for the astral, causal, mental, etheric soul. That's it. What about the physical? What about the realms of spirit? Well, for the physical, you've got the Hugh, the Anna Hugh, Jim and Brian on this pathway. Could you not? You can chant our names because that essence is what lives through us to teach this pathway that is the true teacher. So we'll use that form. So if we focus on that form, 
that living loving essence works through the form that it brings us into the awareness and the knowing of that truth of who we are because that's what it is and the reason I can say that is because I know that truth and the true spiritual teacher even that soul that that living word expresses through is one with it it's not a separate is one the soul actually merges into the oneness as Jesus said I and the Father are one a true living mystic saint spiritual teacher guru whatever you want to call them is the same I and the Lord are one that soul that has merged into the beingness of God beyond creation itself and God has sent it back into the realms of creation to be that anchor point by which this pathway can be shared to assist the souls on its return home and even in its journey out into the world as well. That's why you follow the radiant form, however it appears. Jim Bryan, purple blue light, gold white light. On these other levels, I mentioned other mystery schools. Yes, you can, probably will, see the other spiritual teachers that are all living and working within this sound current as well because God uses forms on different levels to assist the soul. So don't be confused. The heavenly host, God's got plenty of spiritual teachers, angels, spirit guides, all assisting the souls on their journey. Don't worry about any of that. But where we get worried is, are they going to mislead me? Are they going to distract me? What about those other spirit guides and angels called the fallen ones and Lucifer's clan? The heavenly host and the hellish host. Yeah, they're there. They're just reflections of light and sound. And that's part of the soul's journey. So don't even fear that. Don't worry about being misled, distracted. Because if you worry and you get caught in the fear, you're going to be misled and distracted. But that doesn't matter either. Because that's just part of the experience. Because there'll be one day we wake up and realize, oh my God, I've been following the reflected light and the sound and the shadows, not the true light and sound. So the day we become aware, all of a sudden we begin to look and now we begin to discover the true light. There's no fear. There's no worry. There's no have to here. It's all freedom. It's just all unfolding experience and journey of the soul. But if you ever are worried or fearful, all you have to do is remember where to focus. The seat of the soul, whether you're in the body or out of the body, doesn't matter. The seat of the soul is in the same place. Who you are is always in the same place. It never changes. It's always the center of who you are, right here in the middle. Always focus back to that. Chant those names, give an initiation. Chant my name, Jim's name, the Hugh, Anahu. Call on God's loving, the Holy Spirit. You'll know inside of you. All that is simply to focus you back into the loving truth, the light of truth. That's all you have to do. And then all the rest is handled. Even if you go through a negative experience, it's the light of truth bringing you through it to get free of the karma. 
doesn't mean you're going to hell. You're just going through hell. So you can get to the other side and get free of it. That's what it is. So don't worry about it. Just keep coming back centered, focused on the loving. You have all the tools. We talk about them every single class. So keep doing them. But that's also why we have the retreats, the workshops, Q&A, so that you also have the chance to begin to have your questions answered of how maybe you can apply those tools more fully or to have greater understanding of this pathway. That's why we do all this. That's why there's the schools of learning and folding. Wow. But do know that all of it truly comes out of the beingness of God from which all creation has come and which all creation will return. And so for you to return, it's not about trying to create more. It's not about creation at all. It's about loving and just loving and just loving until you are the loving in that beingness from which even the teacher, the living word has come. And that's all the teachers are here to do is assist you to return to that which you are from which they've come, from which we've all come. A simple way, just loving. And that's the fulfillment of all things, all things, no matter what level, no matter where, no matter who, no matter anything. So go for the loving beingness. There's really no journey in that. But to wake up to that is the journey in all these fantastic, amazing, wonderful experiences along the way. All the teachers, the guides, the angels, the hells, the heavens, the positive, the negative, the neutral. All of that we're going to walk through. But that's the wonder and the wonderfulness of all of that. Because that's what we're here to do. That's why God created us. To have all that experience. And then to fulfill it by now coming home. Back in that beingness from which we've all come. All right, I guess that's it for now. So thank you all for coming. And uh, hopefully we'll see you next Sunday. And some of you hopefully before then, like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, if you're coming to the meditation workshop. So thank you. We'll see you.